Time is there. Don't lose it. Try and capture something and some evidence of it that we can then, at a later date, use. You could be doing something this year, which everybody says is has no value. And then all of a sudden, 10 years down the line, you do something that suddenly becomes popular. And all of a sudden, all the other works that you've done will be wanted because they want to keep publishing. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. So some people you were saying in a previous episode never get beyond episode seven. And this is our number 38. <laughs> well, we're actually now starting. We're going to bookend each one of these little things. <laughs> That's the kind of idea. So what, what we're going to talk about today is that we have, because we've been doing so many of these uh, programs, we, we've now started to see that there is a book inside them. And uh, we were discussing that yesterday. We were discussing the fact that we were going to have a look at trying to put together a book. And and as we were having that conversation, I got a knock at the door and I had to go away. And I suddenly found that one of my colleagues brought me this, which is a, a copy of his book that he's just published called uh, In Debt to the Devil. Okay. And his, his pseudonym is uh, Bird Freeman Freemanson. Um, which is interesting. He's actually... He's actually Freemason. Is wow, that what it is? is Freemason. <laughs> I, I actually looked yeah. at that and thought, well, they're Freemason. He is a stone mason. He is a stone mason. Oh, so there it's is, out there. It's conspiracy theory 101. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But what was really quite pleasant about it was that um, I thought, well, that's really nice of you to give me a copy. And then I looked at the acknowledgements and there was my name in print. And I thought, oh, why is that there? He says, well, if it wasn't for you... I wouldn't have done this. And I, I think we're starting to go through that kind of process. It's, it's, we're finding that we have a couple of books in what we're doing. And I think that's kind of inspiring you a little bit, Gavin, to do some of the work that you're currently working on at the moment. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? No, no, no it's boring me to tears. Never mind you. <laughs> and I never mind any potential listeners. No, the, the, the weird and wonderful thing, quote another one of our shows, is... I think, and I think everyone thinks, in isolation, we're all the, the, the film star of our own show. We're the, we're, the, we're the Truman Show. We are the star. There's a book in every one of us, or more than one book. It's actually the book of our life, the story of you. That's what I believe. So this, if we're actually narrating our own story as we go, or, and this is our journey in life, and someone was videoing and also capturing audio and possibly describing what's going around going on in the background this is the book of you the book of your life if that was just capturing the journey now we know an awful lot of you know books are fiction they're fact they're documentary they're autobiography they're whatever the type of book is am i living a fantasy am i living a fiction am i living a fact I'm, I'm living, I'm, I'm living, I'm Walter Mitty on steroids at the best of time. I might look as if I'm li living a fact, but in my mind, I'm living a fiction and a fantasy. So I am on the, what does my life look like in my own mind versus what I'm actually living to the external world? I go, I think I'm the star of my own show. I think I'm a book worth reading. And I'm going, what's the story of me that someone would find worth worth giving their time to read about this life or this journey and so doubling back we're going to the conversation yesterday we're going well, well the little bit of the evidence of our journey for this year this this lockdown year and so and an awful lot of people's languages it's the journey of us me and you like being george and myself on our journey to create 
a film school. And 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 by going into lockdown, it actually changed the order of things for us. Actually, we're still on the same journey. We're, we just put the, the emphasis somewhere else. And it became, what's the story? What's the story of a school? What's the story of the future pupils in this school? What are they going to be learning? What stories are they going to be creating and capturing? And this uh, secondary journey now is becoming the primary one of, this is our journey this year. This We've actually created the book in reverse is what we're finding. We've done the audio and the visual first, and we're then capturing the written as a result. So we're going to turn it on its head after the fact and pretend it happened in the opposite order. So you buy the book and you can get access to the audio and the video. But the story is the story of us. Everybody has a story in them. I think this is one that needs telling. And I think that's very important because um, as I've just recently this year become a granddad, you suddenly realise that there's part of your story, this well, there's 58 years of my story prior to my grandson being born. Now, uh, my dad had quite an interesting story to tell of him growing up and various other things. And he actually started to write a book and somebody put him off and he, he stopped because of spelling mistakes. And we thought, no, that's really daft. And recently, my dad passed away about 10 years ago. And I've got a lot of cousins who, who've also lost their parents. They knew that my dad had started to write this little book. And, and they've been anxiously trying to get hold of it because they wanted to read a little bit more about his story and how he related to their mums and dads. Now, I know that's on a kind of small sort of area, but we suddenly start to realise that we are influencing people in a way that we hadn't realised. And if we don't have text around, even just for family members, then there's there's a little bit of knowledge of who we are that, get, that gets lost. And the, so it is actually important to capture even just a little bit to give out even to a few, even, even if it's no more than just 10 or 11 people. Now, I know that I've written a couple of novels. I sent a couple down to you for you to read as a little bit of homework. <laughs> you may have them there and they'll change from that. <laughs> but um, the thing was that uh, it, 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 there were, those were interesting exercises that we, we went through to see whether it was possible, whether I could actually write a book or not. Write a story. And I've, I've actually written about 10 or 11 different stories in script form or in novel form. And what I then found after that was I start other people coming to me because they knew that I'd done this to ask me to help them do theirs. And what was happening was that um, they got these ideas and a lot of people had this fear, could I really do this? And, and there was an anxiety that gets into them, almost prevents them from actually publishing. And I, and I showed Garvin earlier on this. This is a, a hard back book. I, I started um, bookbinding a few things as a bit of relaxation. And I, I've actually bookbound one of my books, which is this, this one here. I actually presented one of my other clients a copy like that of his book that he'd spent years trying to put together. And the moment I gave it to him, he burst into tears. And I was, I was kind of going, well, what, what's wrong? What did I do? He says, he says, I can't believe it. He says, that's the first time I actually feel and believe I'm now going to have my book in print, in paper, mm. for others to actually read. And so it was a powerful, a powerful emotions that you actually go through in actually executing this. So this is this is actually an exciting part of the journey. It's, it's as exciting as doing these these shows, because again, we're capturing something about ourselves. We're, the audience over what will now be 38 episodes of this, will actually see how much Garvin and I have actually developed as people as we start to explore more and more about our own Or regrets, depending on yeah. what way you look at it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
I don't know if I'm developing or regressing. I don't know which one is happening. <laughs> but I know the, the strange thing is, when you were talking there, what was popping into my mind in film world was, I don't know if anyone would remember Logan's Run. And it's a post-apocalyptic uh, world. But the reason it popped into my mind was, I think somewhere in it, they, when they were going out from the, the, the astral city or the, whatever it is, out into the Badlands, you know, they, they come across the odd book in, uh, and that was the pa- a reflection of the past. It's some evidence that something or someone in the past existed. And it's this hard copy because everything from that timeline was lost in the uh, so-called apocalypse. And now that the, the world afterwards has no no information or no proof of existence of anybody in the past except for the odd book. I think Planet of the Apes was very similar. I think the, well, so one of the episodes in Planet of the Apes is he hid this, this, these books that proved the existence of humans as the masters back in the past. But it was the, it was the evidence. So these, we're, if we're thinking of, of, of online stuff now, this is like an awful lot of you today and, and people of, this is how we publish our books of today. We publish ourselves in, in Instagram and Pinterest. We, this is the book of us through our photographs. If you follow us and follow our stories and our micro stories, and that's why Facebooks and Instagrams and Pinterests are, are doing so well, because it gives access to everyone on the planet that has a device or, or even access to a device to print or not print, but to publish their story or their ideas or their crafting their little mo- micro movies. And, and it's brilliant. But again, there's why hasn't hardback disappeared? I do believe this touchy feely substance of of touching it and holding this book, this story, this story of you or your story or your story you want to tell of your fiction, of your fantasy, it has a massive value and it's it's believable in terms of the tangibility of it based on this cloud effect of it. You know, we can deliver it to a billion people through the cloud and it's easier and, and more cost effective. But there's, as you said, I, I think what's coming to my mind and it, just from the conversation today and yesterday is, I'd love to have my book or our book published. It doesn't matter what's in it. It's the manifestation of it. It is the proof of the tangibility of the existence of you did something you say you said you'd do, you do, you would do. You did it. Here's the evidence. Now, is it any good? I'm not worrying about that just yet. Who's the only customer? You. It's your book. It's the story. It's your thoughts. It's your effort. It's your energy personified or or manifested in tangible an intangible something that you did what you said on the tin. You published a book. The rest after that, in terms of who reads it next and how good it is, well, that's also up to you and also up to us. And I'm looking. For, I don't hope it's not a rubbish book. We're gonna do. We're not gonna just do it for the sake of it. It's because we like it and we believe it's a value to a few to a secondary customer out there. So looking forward to our book, the book, and we'll see what happens next. Well, the interesting thing is that because as you were talking there, there were several things that came to mind. Uh, one of them was um, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit four five one, in which uh, the fireman in that story used to go around burning books because they gave people all the wrong ideas based on that culture. The other thing was that um, I, I know that I've bought a few digital books and they're on my mobile or something and and I've forgotten about them. They, they, they've just, they're not there. They're not visible. But 
all the hardback books or the softback books that I have that are in print, they're sitting somewhere and I pick them up and kind of go, oh, yes, I remember I needed to read that. And I'll have, and there are some days where you start to look at a book and you kind of go, ah, I'm not really ready to read that. So you put it back down, but it's always there. And then there's another time you pick it up and you can't put it down and you just want to read it. And it's just feeling through and flicking through that paper. And for some reason, the kind of tablet type form where you kind of flick through doesn't quite have the same kind of feel. You don't feel as though you got that same kind of substance, which is a little bit kind of frustrating. The other thing that you reminded me as as you were talking was the uh, was the diary of Anne Franks. Anne Franks never actually got to see her book in publication, but she sat in a lockdown, equivalent to what we're going through, if you like, or have been through, in a, in a loft for quite some time, just writing a journal about what she was experiencing as a 13 or 14-year-old discovering the world, but st stuck inside four walls. And it was only after the war that someone managed to smuggle out her papers. She died by that stage. And the world got to see what it was like to be someone her age, going through the problems of Nazi Germany at that particular point in time. And so there's a rich resource and journals have always given that all the way through because they give some sense of mark of what has been in life. Whereas if you don't do something like that, there's no, there's no record that you ever existed. And once you've gone, you've gone. And there's another thing that also came to mind that at the end whether we, we come back or whatever, there's a sense that the big books would be opened up and they'd go through and see what you did. At least if you've written your own book, you can go, hang on a second, let me just see if I've got the same ideas that you have. No, no, that doesn't correspond with what, <laughs> what I thought I'd done. No, 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 you've got that. Can you change that? Can you edit that little bit It, it requires a bit of editing. Yeah, a little, you know? <laughs> little bit of editing going on there. Hang on, let's just make it a little bit right. <laughs> but that's, that's the beauty of it. And again, you were saying about... Um, the, the, that little fear, which a lot of my authors have, have gone through that I've published work for, we've got so close to, to letting it go and they, they don't want to. They're just frightened that if people read about it, their reputation will go down the drain. I, I've edited, goodness knows, 400 little short films, videos, whatnot. And you just have to let them go. And when you get feedback, you then say, okay, well, I can learn from that and I can develop the next one and I'll just keep on developing. And it's that idea of we will spring forward and not fall back, which I think we discussed in another episode. <laughs> now, I'm going to grab a word uh, at the beginning of your breath about 17 sentences ago because you're getting these, you're taking an awful deep breath. Like I mentioned <laughs> this in the last, you're going, when is he going to stop? This is this is what I do best. I I talk while breathing in and out. There's no commas, there's no joining. It just keep going until I physically run out of steam. I mean physically, not mentally. It's just, I can keep on going forever, but physically I need a rest in between sentences. The odd sentence, very long sentences. But you were mentioning... Uh, you mentioned, I don't know what the film Fahrenheit, whatever it was, and what, what came to mind, you mentioned the word Firestarter. And what jumped into my mind was the Prodigy, the Prodigy, and Firestarter. But the whole point is, we're, what I think we're hoping to be are Firestarters. Not the, not the ones going out there starting fires and burning down forests, but putting a fire under you to, you know, to ignite that passion, to get that energy, the, the fire starter in terms of energizing you to push through the fear, the other side of like fear is the other, or courage is the other side of fear. We mentioned that before. It's the, the story, this 
story, be it short script, short feature, what it, it needs to be written. Your story needs to be written. It might be just your career in a sense of what's the story of you is your CV and, and, and how you did in your job and the journey you went and the difference you made to, to your fellow employees and work co-workers and you know people you interact with in terms of a customer basis. It's still the story of you, your CV or your book or your short or your feature or your script or your or, or your published article or even your stuff on Instagram and photographs. But I think what's happening to us is we're going, it's okay. This journey of this year has been about stepping out from behind, out, out, from the fog, manifests a physical sort of presence and going, this is brand me and you. This is who we currently are. We don't know how that's perceived out there, but we're trying to, we're trying to shape and form it according to what our own preconceived notion of perception of what it should be and what it is and what it, and who our natural selves are and what our natural voices sound like in, in a comfort zone of of just being vocal and it could now having i am vocal but having now an educated opinion on something beyond i like or dislike is the next one do we have something valuable to say to ourselves to others you know, what do we want to say it? Do we want someone else to hear it? Do we want and 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 maybe hear it and visualize, fill in the gaps and the images themselves? So we we mentioned before we listened to our own shows without the video on, and it was a different consumption. It was a different pattern. If we pretended it wasn't ourselves, would we actually listen to it and enjoy it? And we're going, we're total narcissists. We're listening to ourselves more than anyone else out there. I'm I'm editing myself, looking at myself while listening to myself, and going, geez, that's great, Garvin. Now what are you going to say next? And I'm loving it. And that's and I, I, I don't care what anyone else thinks. And it's that now that I don't care is a big strength. And I think that story, it doesn't need to be successful. It's, we're talking production process. And I think that's where we're, we're arriving. We've created the production process to put out there in audio, visual, video, and written word, whatever story. That, you know, and the story at the moment is, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay. It's your life and everything else doesn't matter. It's what you do with it. Make sure you're, in, you're enjoying it. And if, if at all possible, make it an example for others to follow that they too can see it's okay and follow in your footsteps or actually take a leap, leapfrog jump and go off and do their own. But it's okay. That, that's where the story is. I think at the moment, a never-ending story. Never-ending story. One, one of the things that's quite interesting is that we, we we always love to have new experiences. We always love to have new conversations. Um, and again, you know, when my my friend turned up at the door and I hadn't seen him for a long time, we just got into a conversation that was fantastic. Uh, just before we had this little uh, show going, one of my sons rang up, which is a little bit unusual, and uh, we ended up having a half-hour conversation with him. We just, you know, because we love to just see how everybody's doing. And what you suddenly realize is, and I'm finding this through the morning pages, is that you always have something interesting to write about because you've just had an experience. And if you're no longer focusing on on your sort of negativity, but just what's going on and witnessing what you're seeing in the world, you find that you've got plenty of stuff to do. So if, if someone's thinking, look, I'd like to write a book, but I don't know where to start then I certainly would recommend the uh, the artist way and start to put into practice the morning pages and actually just literally literally write three pages of stuff, even if it's nonsense. My sister wrote down, 
I'm writing three pages. I'm writing three and just to get writing something down onto paper. And then eventually you can turn it onto uh, text or just read it, whatever. But the thing is that those stories are unique. They're individual to you. They're what you're thinking at this particular point in time. And they give you an opportunity to talk to the world. You will find an audience at some point. It may not be today. It may be 10 years down the line. But if it's not there, you can't, nobody can actually read it. I, I watched a little video, uh, which a uh, very snippet, snippet of Elon Musk actually saying, if you don't make it, you can't sell it. So we're making lots and lots and lots of stuff, accumulating an archive full of material. And at some point, we'll be able to chop and change it and repurpose it, and it will sell at some point. And that's why we've just, just got to keep on going. And that's the important thing. Keep on going. Don't give up. Action. That, I think there's an awful lot of sayings out there that say, you know, don't be building things in isolation and hoping a customer might arrive. Because so on a certain business speaking, so people produce an awful lot of stuff, and, but they're producing it and there was no no particular customer in mind. So there's a, there's a business language that, that might say the actual opposite. But in what we're trying to do is, is in the absence, it was one of another, one of another other little shows was saying, in a no thing time, don't do nothing. You do anything. And and what we're trying to do is if the time is there, don't lose it. Try and capture something and some evidence of it that we can then at a later date use. So it's not lost. That moment in time was not lost. And that's what we're actually doing. We're saying if for the want of something better to do, which might take priority and let the priority come in if that's what it so demands. But in the interim, in the absence of it, we can capture this moment. And we don't know what the value is. We don't even know what the value is so we actually can nearly splurt it out. There may be no value, but a blank page has no value. A blank, you know, saying nothing, doing nothing has no value. A something has a potential value. So let's roll the dice and and just throw, keep on looking for, you know, snake eyes. Snake eyes will have, I don't even know what snake eyes is, but it doesn't matter. It's, you're rolling the dice, you're going to the casino, you're playing the game, you're you're creating something, you're creating a potential opportunity. It's a lottery, but the million to one chances you're in the game. That's what we're doing. If you have a second ticket or a third ticket, the chances improve. And I said, I think George mentioned there yesterday that like it's gonna be 999 times. You can be damn sure if you give up, it ain't gonna happen. But the thing is, it's the it's it's, it's everything out there, including Elon Musk, is saying, turn up. Get up out of bed, turn up, don't do a blank something, do doing anything. And in that time, you're exploring, you're growing. Don't keep on doing the same thing. It's it's not it's more the fact now you you want to create a value or you're not going to be happy with certain things that have no value. You're going to start valuing your time and your energy, and it will, by definition, get more focus. It'll get more structure. We're looking for rhythm. I think in the last few months, we're, we're finding our rhythm. We're, we're, we're going, well, I'm happy doing it. I'm, if all we're doing is this, and now we're talking books and maybe three of them and, and other little stories and dealing with other script writers, and it's starting to have more legs. It's starting to make more sense. It's starting to be more believable to others around us because the tangibility of things is is increasing as getting it, it they're getting legs so the book doesn't matter it's a focus it's a direction it's a language and if you start using it the rest will fill itself in and you know book one might be rubbish book two will be better book three you know keep on going can i don't think we're going to be a one one horse wonder in a one-legged town it's it's book one no, george has done a couple of hundred i've got <laughs> i've done none 
I'm going to do half a book with him, and maybe in the future I'll do one on my own. It doesn't matter. It's I'm looking forward to that opportunity to, to create something that didn't exist before, to manifest it from the universe and make it tangible. No, I, I, my, my wife was watching a TV show last night, um, and it was one of these, uh, as a new detective show, and apparently nobody knew who the author was originally, and that particular story kept getting knocked back. And then somebody discovered it was actually J.K. Rowling that had actually written the story under a pseudonym, and all of a sudden it was, oh, right, now, now we want it, now we want it. They'd rejected it all along, but as soon as they found out it was J.K. Rowling's, they wanted it. So the thing is that you could be doing something this year which everybody says is has no value, and then all of a sudden, 10 years down the line, you do something that suddenly becomes popular, and all of a sudden, all the other works that you've done will be wanted because they want to keep publishing because other people will want to go and read all this other material that you've actually done or, or see the movies that you've actually done. So nothing actually does go to waste. It's all very, very important. And the thing is that... No, I really appreciate that, George, now. You, you, you haven't set the bar high at all for me. My first <laughs> effort... You've already done a few, but my first half-hour's effort is now going to be, have to be on a part with J.K. Rowling's in the future. Now, I mean, oh, right, I'd love to think, and I hope to God, and that would not be brilliant, and there's no reason why not, especially if I'm a fire starter and I burn every other book out there, and the only one that's left in post-apocalyptic, you know, sort of, you know, dooms world is, 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 is a garvin of some description from page 1 to 75, and it doesn't matter what nonsense was in there, it's the collectability, it's the fact it's the only one that's going to be left standing. So, I think that gamble, I play that gamble, and it'll be to J.K. Rowling's hands down, for the mere fact it's the only one left on the table. Now, in the meantime, you know, I'd like to think, at one stage in her life, there was no book. Actually, I think at a stage in her life, she'd sent it off to 100 publishers and, and no one accepted it. And now she's a multi-billionaire-ess and, you know, well-published author. And like, you know, the books are great. And there's no, there's no denying it. But I'm not, I know J.K. Rowling's. I'm not about to write the next Lord of the Rings. Well, not that I know yet. Do you know I yet? won't say no. <laughs> but at this point in time, if I can write a couple of sentences... That isn't pure no actually maybe nonsense sells better. I don't know. Actually maybe I well, need I if, need to be writing take, nonsensical. Um, if you take what what we've discussed over this last thirty-eight shows so far, some of the topics have been far ranging and, and quite in depth. And you, you may not have realized where you got those ideas from, but if we are going over oh, this. Oh, it's all robbed. Yeah, that's a, I know it came from somewhere else. I didn't come from me. No, but you <laughs> see, that's the thing with um, uh because uh who was it that did uh uh Oh, 2001 Space Odyssey, Arthur C. Clarke. Arthur C. Clarke, yeah, is wrote, it? He wrote those kind of stories. And I know that um, he, he would actually say, people say, well, what inspires you? He says, well, it depends what I watched on TV last night. <laughs> and that's the thing. Mm -hmm. If you're getting these ideas and you can knit them together and, and put them into some kind of sequence that tells an interesting story, then, yeah, you can be J.K. Rowling or Arthur C. Clarke or whoever your favorite sort of uh, writer well, we're is. Well, there is, there is one for you now. We're going to go. It's, it's the 4th of September, 2020, 1457, in the afternoon, in, the, in, in, the, in southern Ireland, in the southeast. And we're going to make... Uh, a call to action. You know, I'm hoping that in the not too distant future, no, it's no I hope anything. It's like, it's back to what we were saying before in our previous shows. You've got to build with the future in mind. You've got to build with that future uh, in the power of the nows. It's that now already exists 
in the future timeline. You're just now bringing it forward to go on that journey and make and self-fulfill every step that already exists in the in the in the time uh, dimensions that exist. It's already there. So that now already exists. We're successful filmmakers in a sci-fi genre coming out of the southeast of Ireland from the Film Production Academy. Some Artisy Clark equivalent, Space Oddity 2025, God, whatever the feckin' it is. It doesn't matter. It's in us. We have a story in us. We have that capability. That's a team of people working to a budget and a timeline to manifest a f creation from someone's mind. And that we have enough minds now it's to make it matter. So that that's it. We can affirm the fact that this is going to happen we're on that steady journey. We want it to happen. I want it to happen. I want to write. I want to be part of that process. It's not an I, it's a we. There's a, it's going to be involved an awful lot of people, but there's a royal we out there, including this big I, that's going to make a sci-fi happen out of the southeast of Ireland in the next three years. Absolutely. So that's the goal. That's to come to Jesus. That's the call to action. That's, and there's no reason why we can't manifest that and work together to make it happen. Yeah, and I definitely believe that because I know that um, it's funny because as you were talking there, <laughs> I was being reminded of the Bill and Ted movies where they went back to go or they went forward to go and get the song that they were supposed to write that would change the world. And we need to go forward to see ourselves, to see what the book was, to come back. And if you saw the film Arrival, that's exactly what happened in that story. Sorry, I've just bought the movie for some people but basically that's what time travel does for you so if you go back now into the past and go and watch it in the past then you won't know that i've said this in the future so it well we fine. already know it's a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy oh, i mean it's, it's got like as you said it has to involve sci-fi i had the alien fly by the other night you know it has to involve time travel because we have to go to the future to work our way backwards to make the self-fulfilling prophecy come through we're already we've already got lots of the parts being that we've got the production process we have access to people we know what stars look well we're, our production academy is not necessarily about dealing with the stars they can give us some cameos it's the future stars of tomorrow is who we're working with the future the current writers that haven't got that breakthrough moment that want to get involved with that team to get that opportunity that's who we're working with so it's it's not the knowns we're working with the unknown knowns they will be known soon enough well i was thinking that um it's <laughs> really daft. <laughs> the movie that was that's about us, because you were talking about this could be a movie. I was kind of go, well, actually, Tom Cruise could pay me, and then the guy that played Bill or Ted or something could play you. Well, so Tom Hanks has to yeah, play Tom me, Hanks but it turns out he's a bit too old. Yeah, there you go. You... I want the young Tom Hanks. I think he might have a son that looks like himself, so that'll do fine. Yeah, you, you have Tom Hanks and I have Tom Cruise, and they can play. And then I was kind of thinking it'd be really good because if we if we could play their doppelgangers that were supposed to be them in reality, you could have some really interesting kind of mixed up fun with that. All but, right, so now you're saying them in the movie are saying I'd love Garvin Burke George and, or Kingsley, like George yeah. so George we'll Kingsnor to play so us in the movie. Yeah, well, so they'll well, see that, us in the movies. What, in the Mission Impossible, that's there's it. no Mission Impossible. <laughs> movies write themselves. That's the whole point. It's to let them out, let ideas formulate, work with people, let it relax. It's don't put parameters in. Let it just flow. And then actually the whole thing about writing books and scripts and things is to tie it all back down to make it achievable with a meaningful budget it, and, and based on technology or CGI that exists or you have access to. It's, it's what will it take to make this a consumable visual feast of a film or short you know for this audience do we if we can't go there yet 
the book can you because your mind is the best budget out oh, there absolutely. in terms of CGI yeah. can you visualize this story after we've written it is is it a good will it turn into a good script or or, or, or screenplay whatever you want to call it you go and that's exactly what it is it's the story it comes back to the same thing the story of you or the fantasy you or your fantasy world or fact become fiction become fact i'm going i'm i'm looking forward to getting them more involved with more stories be they micro be they macro be they yours or be they someone else's it's to be involved because it's going to consume your time in any way or fashion if you're reading looking listening or working with it's consuming your most valuable resource your life stream your time make sure you're enjoying it now the other thing is i mean i, I was thinking there's two things there's one was that um whenever you start writing a story you end you end up going to the end it's the same as a journey you, you work out where your end point is and then you kind of work right i need to get from here to here and how are we going to do it and what are the problems so again that's how we how we start with the kind of stories i think that's going to be the way it'll actually work out the other thing is this that with writing any kind of story the more when you're writing a novel you can really go over the top if you're not worried about how the budget is going to be to uh, let somebody else sort that. I think June had that kind of problem when they wrote, when, when was it, was it Frank Herbert wrote uh, June? He wrote it and nobody could make it because it was just going to be too complicated. But apparently they're, they're now making what I think would have been the second movie or the second TV series or something. And they're trying to work out how to do it. But that's that's somebody else's problem. You mentioned that before. You're just doing one thing. If they want to turn it into a movie, that's their problem. You know, they can do it later. Exactly. I mean, any script writers we've been dealing with is going, it's just here, make me famous. I know it's 50 million of a budget, but if you produce it, I'm famous. I, 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 you're going, sorry, this is, it's, it's, you know, it's undoable. Now, again, you can certainly print it. You can get it out there. You can put it on Amazon. You can someone can still consume it. They can maybe do sort of like pencil sketches of. I mean, what's the budget? Your budget is someone's time. And and, and as I'm sure, and what we've found with our film production academy and and our like, you know, scripts and drawers concept is an awful. That's what we're back to the beginning of this conversation. Is we want people to take scripts out of drawers dreams out of drawers we want them to make it real or more real or give it a chance to play the, the life lottery it, it, it will die a debt in a drawer if that drawer gets burned or someone ever opens ours in post-apocalyptic you know whatever it it needs to be it would be better if it was in your lifetime i know my sister's actually she's got two books in drawers now there might be children's books and there might be illustrated ones but we're taking them out of the drawer we we the work has all 90% of the work has already been done in the sense of the characters are created, the story is there, there's some imagery, but that per person got disempowered because they didn't know how to collate it and publish it. And the fear crept back in and the unworthiness crept back in. It's wordy, it is wordy, I'm wordy, we're all wordy. It's your life is worthy of an audience. Do not stay in a dark cave in a room by yourself. Be the bear. Get out. Get a grab a couple of beers and go on a rampage. The stories are wordy, and that's what we're looking to, to be involved with: our own stories, others' stories. F create stories. Create stories worth telling. And, and it might just be it's a story of a new product, a story, and, and whatever that is, you got to dream it first. 
You've got to make it real. Otherwise, it can't be consumed. And I think that's important because it's it's not just about a story about writing a book or making a film. It's actually the story of you doing whatever it is that you have a passion for and want to go out and try and do. My brother's into, let's say, email solutions and stuff that will protect you from communicating to one another in the future. Other people's passions are learning how to ride a bike so they can win the Tour de France or something like that. Another person might be wanting to try and reach the top of the Him Himalayas, although that's getting a bit too overpopulated now. It's not such much so much fun. Or it could be to go to Mars. But you, if you don't have those dreams and if you don't put them into action, then nobody will ever know that that's what you thought. Yes, there will be problems. You will have setbacks. You may not achieve things in the time that you thought you would do. But if you don't give up and you keep on moving forward and not falling backwards, you'll achieve your goals in some form or fashion. It's a case of just don't give up. What's your future story? That's actually in business language. They are saying in your business plans, they're going write your successful story of what your company looks like, what it's doing in three years time, who's working in it, what are they selling, what are they talking about, what are your competitors talking about, what are they trying to beat you at, that, that, what, is, what is in your Twitter feed in terms of you know, information you're both now, what, what is your PR, your publicist, that's it, it's, it's the, even that person winning the Tour de France in the future, if no one knows uh, that he did it, then did he? You know, it, it's he wants people to see he beat his comp competition. They want he wants people to know he broke the record. He wants he wants the evidence. He wants the gold medal to prove when the future in the past he did it. You know, it's it's that type of thing. So it's the did the bear do la 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 in the woods? We don't know unless we have the proof. We heard it. We saw it. There's some evidence, written photography or otherwise. It's the evidence that you were here. And now we've come to the end of another show. Would you believe it? The episode 38. We have these shows going out every Tuesday and Friday. And we have the little smaller snippets going out every single day. And not too distant to the future, we will also have a book. So book this space. Keep looking out for us. And we'll tell you about our journey. Bye for now. Thanks a lot. Bye for now. Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share.